Hello and welcome to The Journey, the audio journal of a man working his tail off to achieve greatness in his life. This is a show all about the trials and the triumphs, the pain and the pleasure of producing a life of greatness that honors God, supports my family, and builds the community. What's going on everybody? I'm your man Marcus, a former pastor turned church communications consultant who is passionate about using social media to tell life-changing stories that inspire and transform. I promise you, I'm going somewhere, y'all, and I want you to come along with me. So thank you for joining me on this journey, and welcome aboard. The YouVersion Bible verse of the day comes from Psalm 130, verse 5. I wait for the Lord. I wait and put my hope in his word. <laughs> um, I like this. I like this because, um, you know, we, you know, we talk a lot about waiting on the Lord to uh, do what he's going to do in our lives. You know, being patient. You know, they that wait on the Lord, um, you know. You know the, 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 those type of scriptures, and um, it's uh, you know that's that's wonderful and everything. But what are we supposed to be doing while we wait? Uh, what kind of mindset should we have while we wait? You know, uh, and I think we have uh, a, a good instruction about that uh, here in. Uh, in this particular verse, you know, I wait for the Lord. I wait and put my hope in his word. <clears throat> so what should we be doing while we wait? Well, while we wait for the Lord, we should be doing what he's already, um, you know, told us to do. That we're already doing right now while, while, while we are waiting for the next step or, um, the like the uh, what Oprah famously said uh, waiting for the next right move so while we're waiting on the Lord for the next right move we should be doing the move that we're already doing and the move that um, that that we're already engaged in that uh, God told us to do you know while we're waiting on that next move Cause, because a lot of times we're waiting on God to uh, do things and we're waiting on God to take us to the next level in our lives when we haven't even mastered the level that we're on. Uh, we're waiting on God to uh, perform miracles in our lives when we haven't even uh, completed uh, that, which is not miraculous, uh, that he put in front of us to begin with. <laughs> we're, we're waiting on God to to uh, to to take us to one level to another level and we have uh, not perfected the level uh, that we're on we cannot be ready for increase when we have not handled uh, what's already before us because if we're not ready for increase uh, because if we've not perfected what we already have before us uh, we cannot handle increase and it's just going to be um, 
it's going to be like a, a an overstuffed uh, package or it's going to be trying to fill something up and uh, it overflows not overflowing like you know the 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 metaphor that we always have of the glass overflowing with water not like that not that kind of overflow we're talking about um, flooding we're talking about dangerous flooding you know that will occur if we um, if we try to do things if we, or if we try to um, you know, invite increase uh, into our lives and we can't handle it and we can't and we're not ready for it and so um, we, we we have uh, the posture uh, that we're supposed to have uh, here in verse five. You know, I wait for the Lord. I put and I put my hope. I wait and I put my hope in His Word. And so, um, what what are we supposed to do while we wait? We're supposed to do what we already uh, know how to do and perfect that. Uh, how should we be thinking uh, while we wait? We what what should our mindset be? Our mindset should be, you know, I'm going to uh, I'm going to put my hope in Your Word. I'm going to uh, continue to I'm going to get back into your word. I'm going to read your word. I'm going to understand uh, and I'm going to um, know what your promises are to me. I'm going to know what your instructions are to me. And I'm going to perfect myself um, in those instructions. And I'm going to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can do on my end uh, to be ready um, for you to manifest, to be ready for that increase. Because um all I can do is what you've called me to do and wait for you to move. So I don't even have time to get on the good mic right now. Um, I am driving and I just needed to get this take off before it uh, leaves my mind or before um, I end up not saying what I really want to say. Uh, there was... Um, there, there, there was a shampoo. I think it was a shampoo company. Uh, it, 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 I know it was a product of some kind um, back in back in the day. And these were commercials that used to run in the '90s because I, I believe that I was a child when um, when these commercials were on. And um, the the motto or the or the slogan or the tagline. Uh, not necessarily for the brand itself, but just for these commercials, was that you get one you get one chance to make a first impression, and um, I forgot exactly what that was for, but I, I remember it uh, very very well, and um, that is my thought about uh, this this particular situation uh, I'm getting ready to talk about. Um, so by now we have uh, probably all heard about the, uh, the the unfortunate incident that happened at the uh, white supremacist rally. Uh, where uh, violence broke out. Um, first of all, when you uh, have a rally in the name of something as negative and detrimental as uh, white supremacy, then uh, you can't expect anything but negative and detrimental things to happen. So anybody who would be surprised that violence broke out at, at something that was ill-fated to begin with and um, I, I, I'm shocked that you're surprised. I'm surprised that you're surprised. Uh, th this is, uh, <clears throat> I pray that this is an opinion that is not uh, politically, th that is not something that's looked at um, politically uh, because, uh, I mean, there should be no politics uh, about the fact that uh, white supremacy uh, is wrong. 
and that uh, is something that should be condemned in all forms, and that uh, the negative um, connection of the United States of America to white supremacy is um, something that, if this country is ever to uh, to, to to move forward and, uh, and and to really be all that she is supposed to be, that that is something that we have to as a as a nation. Uh, completely disavow ourselves from not in name, not in words, but in action, indeed. Uh, and, and, and so, uh, again, that's something that should be uh, that's something that should be agreed upon across the board, uh, across the political spectrum. So, getting that out of the way, that that's that's obvious. But what I want to talk about is uh, something that just happened. Uh, my uh, my my cousin from Alabama texted me about. Uh, about, uh, I don't know, about 20 minutes ago, um, while I was getting my, my youngest daughter, Jada, ready for bed, um, he texted me about 20 minutes ago. He said, turn on CNN now. So, um, so I, I, I take out my, uh, my, my TV app, and uh, I, I pull up CNN on the, on the app on my phone, and um, I see that uh, it's the uh, typical uh, talking head panel discussion uh, about the incident that took place uh, with the uh, white supremacist rally. And I didn't catch the whole conversation. I, I caught the tail end of it. And just catching uh, the, the, the three minutes that I caught of it uh, really upset me because uh, you had uh, one, one gentleman, uh, a, a conservative, but the, the, the fact that he was a conservative d- doesn't matter to me at all. But um, he, he was talking about the fact that uh, we, we should give uh, the president um, a, a free pass. Uh, he... He's not my president, but we should get 45 uh, a pass because, um, you know, he, he will have more opportunities and more press conferences to uh, to condemn what happened and to uh, and, and to content, condemn uh, white supremacy and to uh, speak out against. it. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, I do not know what he said, but uh, from just gathering even from what the guy who was supporting uh, 45 had to say was um, uh, clearly whatever he did say it, it, it was not disavowing uh, white supremacy in the first place and, and that is the, uh, the the first problem uh, the fact that you were even meeting in the first place uh, that's an issue but the the fact that violence broke out you know violence broke out because of the purpose for which you met in the first place and I'll continue this in the next segment the point I want to hammer home here is that as a leader, and uh, you know, even if you are a leader uh, who has people under you who uh, do not necessarily honor your leadership and who don't necessarily recognize uh, your leadership for whatever reason, you as a leader still have the, the opportunity and the responsibility to uh, speak to everybody and um, and for everybody, you still have to represent um, everybody uh, that you serve. You, you, because as a as a leader, you do not rule over people; you serve people. And in serving people, even if the people who don't like you, you know, you have to take the opportunity to, um, you know, you have to you have to take the opportunity to address the fact that people don't like you and. Uh, possibly, if, if they don't like you, not not necessarily because of um, 
you know, anything else, but because of your policies or your rhetoric or the way you carry yourself, then, you know, you have the opportunity to reverse that if you so desire by the way that you conduct yourself. And no, your, your policies are not necessarily, as a politician, going to, uh, going to cater to everybody. And you're not going to uh, be somebody who's agreeable to everybody. But in situations like these, you still need to speak to everybody and you only have one opportunity to do so. And if you squander that opportunity, well then it goes to further confirm uh, the reasons why uh, people do not like you or do not respect you in the first place. Uh, they're, they're, it's a known fact because I live, I live in, uh, right outside Detroit. And, uh, you know, here in the metropolitan Detroit area, uh, this is a very uh, racially charged region. This is not an opinion. It's a fact. And, uh, and, and anybody who's lived here long enough will, uh, will tell you that. And um, if I have some time, uh, perhaps on another episode, I, I can um, talk about a conversation that my wife and I had uh, today with somebody who uh, is living here now from the D.C. area and to get her perspective on uh, e even the racial tension that she has observed um, in this area, being somebody who's not from here. But, but anyway, this is a very racially charged uh, region, one of the more uh, racially charged uh, regions in, in our nation. And, because, and that's because our history is negative. Our history is, is as racist as, as, as any place uh, in America. And, um, you know, when, when uh, 45 uh, won the election, uh, the next day, uh, we're, we're talking about uh, middle schools in the uh, metropolitan Detroit area, uh, you know, had a negative reaction to that and they felt emboldened to uh perform racist acts and uh and and draw racist uh things and and racist paraphernalia over uh, all over school and so much so that it made the national news and so you know this is not an opinion that i'm spitting right now this is this is fact and so uh people were emboldened to uh express their racism in in very um outlandish and brash ways uh, when 45 uh, won the presidency. That's not an opinion. Again, that is fact. And that's something that happened. And so uh, for him to uh, not make a condemnatory statement of the very fact that they were meeting in the first place is something that's very problematic. And it should not be supported uh, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. Because, you know, he might have opportunities. Yes, he might have opportunities in the future to to to, to say something. And so what, what's going to happen is, you know, he's going to feel the heat for not saying what he should have said to begin with. And so in, in a few days, he'll he'll uh, have a, a, a half warmed over um, response and, and, and he'll 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 condemn uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, protest in the first place. And and, and that'll be that. But uh, when you're doing something sincere, you don't have to be prompted by controversy. You know, you just come right out with it. He had an opportunity to say something, and he squandered that opportunity. As a leader, when something bad happens under your watch, whether it's your fault or not, you still have the responsibility to say something because you're the one who's leading the way and you're setting the tone. And if you don't, you don't get a second opportunity to do that. That is the essence of leadership.
Look, I don't mean to get too political here on the journey to the point of divisiveness, but sometimes there's just some things that need to be said because I think there's some leadership lessons that can be taken out of uh, different things. And so, you know, when we don't capitalize on the opportunity to make good leadership decisions and to uh, demonstrate sound leadership, then uh, those are things that need to be talked about. And uh, those are just things that need to be highlighted and so that um, we can be the leaders that God has called us to be. Because if you're listening to this podcast right now, then, then uh, excuse me, you are a leader. No questions asked. Um, we all have a leadership role to play, whether at our jobs, in our churches, in our homes, in our classrooms, wherever we are, whatever position we're in, we have the opportunity to demonstrate leadership in that position. And so that is why I feel it is important to, you know, highlight uh, those particular times. And um, so, yeah, it, it, it was just uh, very unfortunate that uh, once again, we did not get uh, the kind of response that uh, we could have or uh, should have. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> I, um, I just, I just want to reiterate, uh, and this is not like to apologize for having a take or anything like that. Why I want to spend time at this moment is that, you know, when, when I talk about politics on the journey... Um, I, I'm talking about politics because there's a point in it that's beyond, um, you know, donkeys and elephants. There's a point beyond red and blue. There's a point beyond right and left. There's a point beyond uh, liberal and conservative. There's a point beyond Republican and, and Democrat. There's, there's a point beyond all of that. There's a point beyond it. I mean, if the whole of human existence is diminished to uh, Republicans versus Democrats, if that's the lens, if those are the lenses through which we have to analyze everything that happens uh, in our lives as Americans... And if you're international and you're listening to this, uh, this applies as well. You know, uh, you have to evaluate, uh, you know, the political climate in your country and, you know, really see how that uh, translates to what I'm saying, because I think it's universal. But if everything that we do, if everything that happens in this country, if every single conversation that we have in this country uh, revolves around uh uh, Democrats and Republicans, you know what I'm saying, and we can't break away from that, then we really have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I firmly believe that um, one of the reasons that we have uh, such a problem getting along with one another is because we're unable to dialogue with one another. When a relationship breaks down, whether it's a friendship 
or uh, the relationship between child and parent or a uh, marital relationship when a relationship begins to break down one of the first things uh, that happens when that relationship erodes is the fact that people stop communicating and, and not only does that happen is the lack of communication that causes the relationship to erode in the first place. And so the reason that we cannot get along with each other in this country is that we don't talk to each other in this country. And the reason that we do not talk to each other is because we view everything through the lens of Democrat and Republican. And we have to stop doing that, man. There's, there's so much more to life. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. There's so much more to life, man. They're Democrats and Republicans. Come on. It's so much more it's so much more to life than that, man. We gotta move past this and we gotta move forward in dialogue. Thank you for joining me today on the journey. I pray that I have said something today or at least made you think about something that has added some light to your day and value to your life. Until next time, keep it moving and God bless.